You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas the Third. We're them damn Indians. Um, this is from uh, Fox 25. That's K-O-K-H here in Oklahoma City. And this is on our social media pages. Uh, the headline is Audit of Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office Reveals $6.9 million of Missing Equipment. As part of his commitment to transparency, Oklahoma County Sheriff Tommy Johnson III requested an audit of the office's equipment. The audit was completed by Oklahoma State Auditor and Inspector's Office. Of the 4,559 items listed in the inventory, below are the findings. 998 items totaling $2,150,080. $150,089 could not be located. 1,091 items totaling $4,845,141 have not been properly disposed. Three items totaling $3,758 were reported stolen. Factoring in depreci depreciation, the missing items value is approximately $1.4 million. The sheriff said, it's important to know exactly where we stand in terms of equipment. At this point, the problem seems poor record keeping and we have a plan to modernize the system. We have to, we have a plan to modernize the system to keep better track of the equipment that taxpayers are funding. Johnson will outline his plan to keep better track of the office's inventory at a press conference Wednesday or today. So there you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so number one, kudos to our first black sheriff in Oklahoma County. I'm very proud of you, and thank you so much for doing that and standing true to your commitment to transparency. And you know this is gonna this is gonna rattle all kinds of cages. Number one. Oh yeah. I'm all about rattling cages. Um. What do you What do you, I want to hear? What you think? I want to hear what you got to say about this. Well, first off, um, I think we can safely assume that some of that missing equipment was used in the uh in the failed insurrection <laughs> i'm gonna say yes <laughs> so i mean we've seen these off-duty cops in like tactical gear going to rallies shit that they could not afford on their salaries right we know that Yeah. They're the ones that have been agitating, starting fires, <laughs> you know, start throwing shit, trying to make it seem like somebody else started it. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that Oklahoma County's been crooked forever, you know. And Tommy Johnson, he's he's the first black sheriff, but he is a Republican as well. And I've heard a lot of bad things about him. But you know, this is this is awesome that he followed through with that with that campaign promise. Um, I, it really, in reality, heads should roll, right? Like, I don't I don't know that you can downplay this as bad record keeping. Can you? Like, well, can you, you really, obviously that's can. A, that's a cop out. Like that many millions of dollars worth of equipment gone due to bad record keeping I mean all right so 
all these cops are always the ones that give you the whole speech about it doesn't matter if it's $10 or 10 cents stealing and stealing type of bullshit. Where does that logic fall within? Because those cops will give you that whole speech about how it doesn't matter if it's just one sin or whatever. You're still, you know, you're still being dishonest and still taking stuff and you're still breaking the law and we'll still charge you with the felony if we can. When it comes to this, it's like, oh, well, it's, it's just poor record keeping. Like, there's no threshold of, hey, if it's over a million dollars, motherfucker should be a felony type of shit. He's still, you know, over $600 worth of shit, and it goes from, you know, petty larceny to, like, you know, whatever. They, well, they have these they have these steps for every, everybody else, and then we once again see law enforcement not being held accountable at all when they should be held to a higher accountability than the general public. Well, I, I I also think poor record keeping is a really sad excuse. And and look at it. Um and and <sighs> look at it from his I mean, from his point of view to and, and I'm gonna I am gonna gonna talk about race here for a second and how would the retaliation be against this black sheriff who cares if he's a republican or not he's still black yeah you know and you know as well as i do that that matters to a lot of people and so now that he's he's shining the light on this and 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 again poor record keeping that is such that is such a poor excuse but you know how does he how does he hold these people accountable when they feel like they're that connected and they don't feel like they've done anything wrong and like who is this guy to come in here and you know well first thing you do is you bring charges on the last sheriff you really want to clean shit up I mean hey poor record keeping ain't no fucking excuse this is millions of dollars of equipment of taxpayer money that's missing we've already got all this millions of dollars that the tribes have given the the state for education that seems to go nowhere like this is just more of the same as republicans is just stuffing money and there's no consequences we don't know where any of it's going where's the weed money going we still can't pay teachers what the fuck is going on I mean that that wasn't that wasn't like a that wasn't a priority to begin with. You no. know, it just it just it just it's still not. It's still not. They don't care to fund public schools. Not you know, it's just like Colorado Oklahoma what, Oklahoma government is a money pit. Oh yeah, it's a complete money pit. It's a complete money pit and and it gets back on track when people like Governor Brad Henry come in and try to have a cooperative relationship with the tribes and start to do bigger and better things he turned out you know and so once he's out well what happens then we get mary freaking fallon (laughs) yeah that was a big fail epic fail
Mary Phelan. Yeah. So she was, she was pretty terrible. And 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 now we have a freaking money pit again. And now we have Stitt, who has turned that money pit into a gaping black hole of budgetary impropriety. <laughs> <laughs> I should be a poet. But um it, it's it's just beyond me why we can't do better. Because you, I mean, you know as well as I do that in the, since 2018, since 788 passed, how much, how much revenue has medical marijuana generated? And, and how much of it is really being used to better these towns and better these communities? We see what Chickasha did with it. They built they a, big a great lamp. big box that says fragile. I believe it's pronounced fragile. Fragile. Yes, it's fragile. Uh, but it's there. It's forever there. <laughs> they can't pick up our limbs. Like they started to pick up <laughs> limbs yesterday and they didn't even pick up all the limbs. Like they picked up half of the limbs and drove off. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> are you are you clearing these limbs out or not? <laughs> and the answer is yeah. half of them. <laughs> well, it was it was bad because like I was driving through Chickasha and I was like, the snow was well, you know finally melting, and I was like, oh well, the snow's melting. Now you can see the piles of branches again <laughs> from the last from the last storm. Well, all right. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, but it, but it's live here in in Oklahoma. What do you what are you really gonna do? Vote them out. Vote them out. That's right. Uh, and we're we're gonna get our opportunity next year to do that. So, uh, and and here's something else too. How come nobody's doing anything to legalize recreational weed? Why isn't there a a petition going around right now to do that? What happened to our activists with that? Because we know if it goes to ballot, that 57%, it, that's got to increase, right? Seems like it. Uh... I don't know, man. We we thought we had it figured out the first time when they had all these, you know, supposedly had all these signatures and then all of a sudden didn't. I just I just don't know anymore. You think that killed the movement? That killed the recreational movement because it's like Well, I mean there's and there's a lot of people who in the in the medical on the medical side who don't want recreational because they they feel like they're going to lose rights as patients. <clears throat> Once you get to the, the recreational side and, you know, they start putting, um, like, more restrictive rules on growing your own at home and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And, and increasing prices. <clears throat> People are really weary about 
they're they're not they're not going to sign something unless they know that there are protections for the medical side in that as well. And I don't feel like a lot of people are taking that into account. There are a lot of people who are who are pushing a recreational bill, but it's one that is going to take a lot of rights away from the patients, and it's going to allow big corporations a lot bigger foothold. It's it's one of those deals. So it's just it's it's really about trying to figure out the best way to do it and getting everybody on board on the same page. Um, you know, I think everybody was just like they kind of threw the seven eighty eight together so fast they really didn't expect it to pass, and all the potheads just came out and just said, "Fuck it, let's go." And, you know, like now they're a lot more weary because they know they know that the way that it's set up now is perfect for the patients. And they don't want to lose any of that because we have because it's so lax for the patients, you know. And they know that whenever recreational goes and, you know, the, the taxes shoot up on recreational, they want to make sure that the taxes stay where they're at or maybe even lower for patients. And, you know, they want to make sure that these patients keep these rights to be able to to do their own stuff. You know, like um, you got to be able to do the home grows for, you know, cancer patients, people that have specific strains that they need for their their, you know, for their issues. So uh, I don't know. It's one of those loaded issues, of course. In a perfect world, we'd love it to just be completely legal and, you know, you could just go into the shop next door and go, you know, buy a blunt and sit down and smoke it right there. And But it's never going to be that simple, especially not with Oklahoma politics and not, you know, not until it goes federally um, rescheduled. That's probably so, going to happen. That That's what I'm, that's what I was about to say. I mean, hopefully Biden's going to push something like that through. Um, I mean, hell, he could do it with an executive order. I think that um, Congress is going to do it, though. I know that there's I know that there's a, a bill in the House and I know that there's I know that there's a lot of senators who are in favor of it, including our vice president. So um, I think that rescheduling it. I mean, once once you reschedule it, that's it. You yeah. know, Uh I, I think that would open the door for everything. And I I mean, but but here's the thing, too. You'd still, the state of Oklahoma would still have to tax it. They would still have to make up rules and regulations for it. But I guess if you reschedule it, that's kind of a, that's kind of the next step, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or is there, or, or does there still have to be some kind of legislation that says well, it's, it's completely you... legal here? Well, once you reschedule it, it the states are still going to be up to their own kind of laws. So the state will still have to do a recreational bill eventually. But it's going to allow that interstate commerce. It's going to allow a lot more uh, branding and chains and, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, we might be able to be getting some of that, you know, that premium organ that was overstocked, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you, you just, I don't know, like, because cause hopefully, I mean, you know there's still going to be states that are going to try to hold out. Like, Texas is going to be trying to be the one state that still has laws where you, you know, you're not supposed to be selling weed or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. Well, I'm here for it, and I think it's going to happen within the next couple of years. It kind of has to because that's that's how long the Democrats truly have control yeah. of the House. And, I mean, they can they can lose either or or get stronger. So hopefully it yeah. gets stronger. But they got well, like to move said, these next like couple Like we said years. before, like we said before, the Democrats have no excuses now. And they have the chance to get some shit done and see what happens. Yes, indeed. Um, so, very interesting when, it's like I said, we're here for it. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're Indigenous, we're Independent, we're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.